0: we're back, Finnish football show 2019. Thank you for joining us. I'm Mark Wiltshire from Explore Finland. We're back after a long hiatus. We're sorry and we will do better in 2019 and there's been a big change on Team FFS. Uh, I'm joined today by uh, Mark from FC Me as normal. Hi Mark. Hello. But Rich decided last year to hang up his Finnish football boots and to retire the Escape to Swarm website. So he's not here today for me to ask, what shirt are you wearing, Rich? Nor do I need to warm him. No noisy biscuits, no F-bombs. So let's take a moment to show some respect with a little bit of silence. Right, that's enough of that. Um, Because we found someone to fill Rich's boots. Let me introduce a man who has many online personas. Each social network seems to have a different name for him. So let's ask him to introduce himself and find out how he wants to be known on the Finnish football show. So who are you, new co-host?
1: Good evening. Um, So, yeah, you guys can call me for for this purpose. You can call me Keke. That's my um, my, uh, Finnish football pseudonym. But, um, yeah, other people know me in this country as Keith. So um, whichever suits. But, uh, yeah, Finnish football, it's usually Keke because my friends in Finland. So we'll go with that.
0: So, what is your connection to Finland and to Finnish football, then,
1: Um Well, my initial connection to Finland is uh, because of my beautiful wife. Um, she's from Uvaskula. Oh. so we were we uh, been together quite a while now. We um, was travelling to and from Finland to visit family and friends, and um, as I'm a as I'm a big football fan, I thought I'd uh, rather than be dragged round to drag round oh, to relatives. All the time, I'd, uh, I'd check out the local football club. So I made my way down to Harjo to see um, Yi, Yi Kaur. Got uh, got involved with the uh, and Poyat, and um, the rest is history.
0: Good stuff. We'll, I think we'll come back to Yi, Yi Kaur just a little yes. bit later. Yes. Um, this is FFS 21. We've got a lot of catching up to do. So... In this episode, we'll we'll look back a little bit, summarise the past few months, look at the Finnish national team in the Nations League, um, look at the start of the Euro 2020 qualifiers, um, also cover the Swarman Cup that's been played during the last few months, and I guess we'll also have to talk about Der polki ripping up the championship in England. So we'll get everyone back up to speed, and then in future episodes, we'll start working our way through uh, through the season of 2019. Um, We're also going to try and add a few new features to the show and try and structure things a little bit as well. Let's see how that one works out. This episode is live on YouTube. So if you're watching live on YouTube, thanks for joining us. And as always, we want your input into the show. So live viewers, use the message box on the right of your screen to ask questions. I'll try and keep an eye on that while the others uh, are doing their thing. Uh, podcast listeners use social media to get in touch with your feedback. Our handles are at FC Sawmi for Mark, at Explore Finland for me, and at Keke Nulleri for Keke. And uh, if you want to know the spelling of that, then it will be on the uh, on the show notes for the uh, for the podcast, um, which I will try to get out in the next couple of days. I'm a bit more organised this time, so I'm ready to get that audio published and get it out to uh, to those that want to listen to it in the podcast. So, we're going to structure the show, first half, second half, injury time. That should sound familiar to everyone that's, uh, that's listening and watching this. Um, so let's kick off the first half of the show with some recent news. Um, we've planned this, we know what we're going to talk about, but I have no doubt that Mark's got something that's broken as we've gone live to air. So... Uh, Let's start with the with the news, Mark. What would you uh, like to say something a little bit about the, uh, the the transfer transfers in the winter winter window?
2: Yeah, and you'll be very happy because there was breaking news, but it sort of fits in to the the subject that I actually picked beforehand. So before before today, Khaled Taimi, who you might remember from the Malta game last year, uh, we scored in the five 0 win. He was a he was a, he's been a free agent for about two two months or so, basically since the end of the the last season. They get, he was picked up today by Coops, I think. Yes, Coops. Yeah, so he signed. I think he signed a one-year deal at Coops. I think he's thirty. He's thirty now. Uh, right back, centre back, He can play like across the back line. But he was he was signed up today, so I'm quite happy that Khaled Diam is actually found himself a club, and uh, and that the breaking news fits into the news story that we had planned. Um, but in terms of transfers and 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 what's uh, that's happened in in the winter window, there's a lot for us to catch up on. But I figured it might just be easier to kind of go through the list of of, of decent moves that have happened for uh, for Hulkeld, uh ahead of the, the coming let's say summer season in Finland and then elsewhere around the world. So Eero Markkanen went to PSM Makazar, which is uh, indonesia in the indonesian league and i think so far Keke he's, he's tearing it up right
1: yeah he's doing all right he's doing all right he's um scored a couple of goals in their uh, their oh, is it the asian cup or the asian champions league scored a few goals um in that competition they uh, yeah. had like a, a 7-3 win i think it was the other the other night so um yeah it's a, it's a bit of a strange one i'll get um get the the alerts come through at all sorts of Times of the day because the, the games are obviously scheduled to to suit them and that, that sort of three o'clock in the morning or uh, or or ten o'clock in the morning you get a bleep come through out or scored a goal again so it's nice to see him doing well it was a surprise that he went there for me personally um, I did hear a couple of rumours that he was on the table but there was also um, Grimsby were, were rumoured and um, and there was rumours of other clubs in Sweden but um, but yeah he's he's gone out there. There's, uh, there's other There's other western players out there he's got a couple of australians in his um in his side I believe, and um yeah so far, so good for the big man the only The only thing I would say about it is um, obviously he didn't make the squad for these uh, recent internationals and i'm just i'm just you know there's a little seed in my mind is if if, if Rivera has, has, has thought about the, the traveling or or if him being based so far away, if that will have an effect on his national team prospects you know but but yeah, he can only do what he's doing, scoring goals in the league he's playing in, so, so we'll see what happens.
0: Mark's, gone, Mark's picture has gone very still on this recording, KK. so I'm not sure if we've, uh, if we've lost him. He might have to uh, jump out and jump back in. So, um, would you like to say something about what's been going on at Yiyiko in the last couple of months?
1: yeah i mean um it's uh, it's it's not been it's not been a happy time for um for those of us who follow yi yi Kho and ne and, and um we're not the only ones either there's uh it was it, it was announced um a few a uh, few weeks ago that the yi yi Kho's holding company actually um actually went bankrupt so um as a result of that they've uh, they've had to, it was the holding company that held the uh, held the license for the place in Takkonen for the for the upcoming season so um, that 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 license no longer exists so Yiyi core have had to've had to, uh, had to give that up um, so they continue as a club uh, but they've had to uh, they've had to reapply for for entrance to the league and they will now start this season in the uh, keski region of Kolomonen. Okay. so um, it's a uh, we'll be playing um, playing teams like FC Blackbird and um, and AC Barca. I think there's there's one. Whoever whoever. how many bags.
0: divisions down have they dropped? You, you said from sort of Cokenen to Kolmenen. Is it literally yes. just one division down?
1: No, it, I, th- I think I it, think it works out about two because okay. they're in they're in the um, the regions of Kolmenen. So okay. um, it's it's yeah it's it's um, it's as low as you can go. No, not quite. But it's uh, it's um, yeah it's. Uh, it's it's not great. I mean, the city of Uvascular and, and those supporters that I know personally from Harry and Poya, they really deserve to have to have a, a, a CEO or a company in charge of that club who who knows what they're doing with the finances. I mean, I know it's not easy, but um but yeah, we've I've heard some some inside stories about dodgy loans and all sorts of things. So but you know, the again, the people who pay the price are the supporters, aren't they? Mm-hmm. But um in the same week that we got that bad news, we uh, it was announced that um PS Kemi went the same way. So um, they had gone bankrupt. They um it was only only a little while ago that they were uh, they were playing in Vegas Liga. they 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 were ready to um to take up a um a, a license for Ukkanen, but they've they've gone bankrupt. And then a few days after that announcement, it was revealed that um they'd been rebranded as Kemi City, and um this uh it's London. Well, I say London-based. Their, their website boasts offices in Kuala Lumpur, Cape Town, Sydney, mm. Australia, and um, they're a. Uh, I'm not sure what what sort of company they are.
0: They're. Let's, a, let's be very careful how we describe them. Maybe.
1: Indeed, yes. They're. <laughs> um, but yeah, a, 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 I think they're media strategists. Technically, I think that's the thing
2: that they call themselves. Something like that, media strategists.
1: Okay. They. they I mean. Um, yeah. Or. The, the, the description I found was a sports marketing agency. So, yeah. um, how that fits into to the day-to-day running of a, of a football club, I'm not sure. But they boast uh, they, they boast Ryan Giggs as their um, football consultant. So um, we'll see if Giggsy makes his way to Lapland and um, and gets the boys at gets the voice at the new Kemi City firing on all cylinders. But um, yeah, again, remains to be seen. But they. Um, they take up a position hmm. in um, in the, the the northern the northern column then. I mean. So, um, but these guys at Red Strike have promised the uh, Veikkausliiga and European European football in the next five years. So watch this space.
0: In, interesting. So two clubs that were in Veikkausliiga very mm. recently now dropping down, sort of a few. Yeah, three or three or four divisions. Three, three yeah. or four divisions further down. Yeah, interesting. I
1: mean the the the, the slide the slide for you uh, Yee Core has been has been a. a, a a, a, well I'll say gradual but it's been you know it's been re- unfortunately relegation after relegation but then obviously the, uh, the the bankruptcy it was a it was a surprise to me but i don't think it was a surprise to too many in New it's, um mm. the finances it's been no secret that the finances have been tricky for a while they've mm. had various um the fans have put their hands in their pockets more than once so um yeah but interestingly i spoke to um i spoke to someone who's been involved in the club previously on quite a senior level, he's no longer there. But um, he's, uh, he, Everybody was saying sad things about the club going down and etc. But this one particular guy looked on the other, other side and said maybe it's an opportunity for the people who were incompetent to disappear, and now the club can rebuild itself uh, and, and be, you know, a viable a viable business as well as a as well as a football club. So we'll see.
0: And there's a fan, base, a fan base there and the heart of the club is still beating and that's, uh, that's important to yeah. know as well.
1: I'm sure, yeah. that, I'm sure that Harry and Poyet will keep going. They're, they're, a, they're a tough bunch. So um, I'm sure they'll, they'll, they'll travel to, uh, to all these places. Won't have so far to go, maybe. But, uh, but yeah, they'll, um, they'll enjoy themselves, I'm sure. So just
2: on the, on the thing with clubs gone bust, I mean, they've lost. Mupa went, uh, Honka went and came back. PK35 went um so it, it it happens like it happens in a, with a crazy regularity and then there was a uh, rops put out their financials last um was it last week or I, I think it was actually earlier this week and rops are minted and they're minted because of two players they sold timo stavinsky and they told and they sold um robert taylor last last season and i think that that raked in only something like about a million 1.2 million something like that like for the for, the, for those two fellas. and. Uh, like they've got the uh, they've got basically the next five or ten years sorted themselves out it's it's such a it's such a like a fine margin business like it's a,
1: like in you? In, in someone at year you call must have missed a trick there should have had a 50 percent sell on fee for uh sailor <laughs>
2: yeah
1: yeah yeah i mean i mean that's i mean that's the, that's
2: the crazy thing though. i mean kids in, in finland they they circle around the clubs and nobody keeps a i don't think there's ever like I mean, Erromarcan was there, right? That's where he. Grew. Yeah, yeah, that's I, where he started. Did get, and, and he went. He went to Ico for, for money. He went to, or you for money. He went to. He went to Real Madrid for money. So, you know, I don't. I, I don't know if they saw any of that, but but they should have done.
1: Well, the, the 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 story goes that um, yeah, in the in the last ten years, the only the only the only time that core have been in the, in the, uh, in the red or is it the black? I don't know which one. But he's um, good. Yeah, good really bad. Yeah, the only time they've been <laughs> in the black is the year that Aero moved to Aik. So um, yeah. yeah, that tells yeah. you what you need to know, really.
0: Hey while you're your back with us, what about some of some more of these transfers that have uh, they've gone through? We nearly lost
2: you. No, I just well, I, 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 yeah, you did, you did lost me. I'm back on my, my magic yellow cable now, so I'll be all right. But if, maybe it's best to just race through them. So you have uh, was the big move. He went to Tromso, and Glenn Kamara went from Dundee to Rangers there was a bunch of speculation about glenn and i mean he's 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 rocked up at rangers and now he's playing as well as he did at dundee it looks like he's going to boss the scottish premiership like he's look he's he's going to adapt and i reckon two years one year two years he'll be joining tenhwal Pukki in the premier league um apart apart from camera um berat sadik uh he went from cyprus to Gymnastique in the in the spanish second division uh, Ville Alastor left Hojiko he went to Kungsvinger first division in uh, in Norway as did Johannes Laksanen of, of ASGK fame he went to Sudnes Ulf um, and then there's Ben Kalman he came back from loan from Dundee and now he's gone off back out on loan to Vind Vindsysvul, the Danish first first division Nico Hamalainen went from QPR he played in the, in the in the desert games in January he went from QPR to Los Angeles and hit an absolute belter of an assist i think it was 2 days ago Yeah, like that.
1: last night or the night before wasn't
2: it yeah 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 absolute absolute beauty like so he's going to get regular games which is awesome Stavitsky's come back to rops from is it was it can no uh wow. from france <laughs> uh, so he's like he's back in rops and then inside the inside the Valkos liga asiko picked up Mossa, Sergei yermenko so you're 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 going back down the kind of uh, dynamo, uh, talk, like uh, troublemaking midfield maestro route <laughs> yeah. that, that worked so well when 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 uh, when Lossa was around.
0: <laughs> but that that kind of that kind of brings me on to my <clears throat> news, and I think it's not not it's certainly not breaking news, but from the from the last couple of months, after a couple of challenging se- seasons and and I think de- declining seasons. There were big changes at the end of, uh, in the close season for Corps. And, and I'm not going to go through all those names. Obviously, uh, Moshtag Yakubi and uh, Sergey Eremenko coming to the club are the are kind of the headlines. But but the the thing that's noticeable is that there's a lot of younger players coming into the squad. I looked at the I looked at the squad, and players like Laxman have gone. Um, a lot of the uh, overseas players that came in in the last, let's say, year or so, seem to have moved on. Not not all, but some, but, but quite a few of them, and been replaced by younger Finnish players, and seemingly two or three promoted from the academy up into the first team squad as well. Which I think is really positive. I there there is a lot of emphasis put on the academy at Asti. there are kids, the boys and, and girls teams from almost embryo up to up to the first team. Um, so it's good to see those players coming through. And we all love to have one of our own in the team that we can sing about, don't we? Um, right. the, the So that's that's kind of interesting. And I think that's reflective of, I mean, you'll cover their sauman Cup um, in a minute, I guess, Keith. But generally, the, the pre-season has been pretty unspectacular for Corps, But I wonder if that's the case of rebuilding... With a young team, and that actually maybe we need to take this short-term pain for for good things to come in the future. And if this team can grow together into something something really useful, it might not be this season, um, but over the, over the next year or two. And there was one other thing that was really interesting. At the end of last season, it was announced just before the last home game that Richie Dorman was going to uh, retire, which is a bit of a shock. You know, I. I know Richie a little know him well enough to send the odd message to and have a chat at the game and things like that. And, um, it was quite emotional. He got a really good send off. There were, there were tears on the terrace and tears on the pitch. Uh, and then on the Monday it was announced that he's the club's new technical director. Um, and has gone from being, you know, the, the beating heart on the pitch to the manager's boss. So it is kind of intriguing. And I have, uh, I have reached out to him to ask if he'll come and either come on here and talk to us or, or maybe sit down with me and, and talk about how that, how that works. Cause you know, there must be, there must be a reason why he's the right person for that job. And I'd love to, I'd love to know what it is. So I, um, I don't know. I, I go into the season with, with optimism, but optimism that there's a young team and we need to get behind that team. And, uh, help them help them through the next couple of seasons so
2: well I, I don't know the situation personally but it's still alexei yeremenko right who's the uh, head coach yeah 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 right? so the one that the like he generally tends to build like nice uh, interplay short passing technical tactical uh sort of, like technical skillful teams and the one thing that he needs in a in a, in a boss is somebody that understands football like and like uh, in, in absolute detail because the the things that got him in, that got Alexei Romanenko senior in trouble in the past were uh, was working with suits and business guys and trying to build build it like a philosophy or a brand or any of that stuff. It doesn't work with that guy because he's he's all about uh, balls on the pitch, balls in training, getting to know like getting your technique right, getting your tactics right, um, getting your skill skills right, and your and your development right. So, in in one sense, I think he's probably been brought in partly for that relationship because also the other thing about Alexei senior is that he's not like, uh, he doesn't particularly suffer fools and he's not exactly easy to get along with. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That'll be, be easy. Well, I guess if actually, I, I had a message from Richie last year that he does listen to this show. So if you're listening, Richie, um, we will be interested to hear from you later in the year. If you've, uh, if you've got some time, um, we're hurtling towards half time. In the Finnish football show number 2021, 20, um, maybe we should move on to Sawman Cup. And we're going to hand this over to Keke, who's been looking into this and he's going to give everyone a bit of an update. We're, we're actually just coming up from the group stages into the quarterfinals. So what's, uh, what's been going on?
1: I even did some research. Look at that!
0: Oh my God. Listening on the podcast, KK's got a piece of paper in his hand.
2: Yeah, I think that might be the only wall chart of the Swoman Swoman Cup that I've ever seen. <laughs> but it needs so, to be a
1: thing. So uh, this year's Swoman Cup kicked off back in um, when was it? Twenty sixteen or something like that. This. Season, <laughs> <isn't> that? <laughs> <laughs> no. Sorry, no, uh, no, it kicked I off I think we've gone
0: through do those silly, silly stages of the game, the, the, yeah. the final being played a year after the, uh, the competition starts.
1: So, uh, yeah, they
0: kicked off ages ago with um,
1: yeah with the group stages for the various Vegas Liga, Ukanen, Kolmanen groups um, and Kakkonen. The last 16 matches were played over the weekend of the 16th and 17th of March. And um, unfortunately, or whichever way you look at it, that saw the last remaining lower league teams eliminated, and uh, mm-hmm. we've resulted in a all Vakehouse league quarterfinals. So um, the quarterfinals will be played this coming weekend, I believe, or this coming Saturday, thirtieth of March, and um, the eight vase league teams are pitched against each other for a uh, place in the semi-finals in May. So I've had a look at the fixtures, and the standouts for me are. Um, Marienham versus FC Latti and Rops versus Corpe V, uh, simply because both of these fixtures have already been played as part of the group stage. Mm. So, um, EF Corp, Marienham beat Latti 1-0 in the group, uh, the group A game, and Corpe V came away from Lapland with a 2-0 win over Rops in the group B fixture. Um, the other quarterfinals: see the Ilves. They're going to make a trip from Tampere to Espoo to play Honka, and VPS are heading to Turku to play Inter. So um, I've had a little look, and uh, Ilves, Ilves have been doing quite well in the cup so far, scoring five with no reply in their last two games. And um, obviously, Honka had a uh, confidence boost in three-two win over Ho-Yi-Ko, um in the group stage. So, um, so that's uh, that's uh, that's summit for them to, to take uh, take confidence from. Um, Inter Turku finished runners-up in um, the Vekas Liga Group A which saw both Helsinki teams Hojiko and Hifki eliminated and um, all four qualifiers from this group made it to the this quarterfinal stage. VPS finished runners-up to Ilves in uh, Group B and I think that um, they will find Inter Turku a, a, a tough opposition to be honest. Um so I've uh, I've done a little prediction for the semi finalists. Um, you guys can uh, feel free to disagree with me if you want, but um, I think um, I've gone for I've gone for the four semi finalists are uh, Corpe Ver, Ilves, and I think that Ham will repeat their victory over Latti to make up the four. So um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see what happens, but uh, that's that's what we've got. It's it's just nice. I mean, um, you Core fans won't uh, won't cheer me on for saying this, but it's nice that, that, that they've, uh, they've dropped out for whatever reason, just so it can, it can mix it up a bit, you know, and let someone else lift the cup but, um, but yeah, it was, uh, it, it, that, that was quite an interesting group actually, the one that um, I think Esikor were in, in that group as well, were they not? Um, I did have a look, but, uh, but yeah, obviously they, yeah. they were eliminated at the group stage but, um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's the way I see it going, but um, I don't know if, uh, if you guys agree or disagree, but uh, there we go.
0: Yeah, just to answer your to answer your question. I'm just flicking through the the uh, tables now. So we were in the same group as Robs, y- ah, there we the, go. VPS, and Ilves. So, yeah. and yeah, this was this was part of. I mean, they 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 all obviously play five games in these groups of six teams, and Asikor won none, drew two, and lost three. Um, all pretty pretty close, but still it. it as part of that theme of a new team being built and coming together, um, but yeah, and Koop's as well. Both both of them finished with two points, well off well off the pace of of qualifying for the quarterfinals. So,
1: concentrate on the league. That's what how the saying goes, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I think it, at the moment it's a victory that we've come into a new, from one season to the next with the same manager. So that that gives. Up. <laughs> but, but, but you know, he came in halfway through last year, brought some players in. Um, but it was that it was a continuation of that same that same thing. So now, you know, I, I, I just really want the manager to be there for a couple of years at least, and really get a chance to build something, and then build on top of that some more. So um, yeah, let's let's see. We always get on to it before the season starts. Yeah. So for the
2: prediction for the strong Cup, I think I'd have Robs over over Kobe there. But apart from that, I think I think you're bang on.
1: You're you're on Mark. We'll see how it goes. Who um who got the predictions right yesterday, by the way?
0: <laughs> we'll, come to, we'll come to that. We'll come to that. Um, let's let's call it half time. I did have an idea about getting a whistle to blow, but I thought that might soon get very irritating. So I'll uh, I think we'll leave it as me <laughs> waving my hands and, and telling you to move on to the next thing. Um half time. We came up with a new feature. Mark, would you like to explain your new feature, Yasila Sipuli?
2: Ah, yeah, Yasila Sipuli. Yeah, so for anybody that's been in Finland or with a Finnish person, a non-native Finn that's been with a Finnish person for uh, uh, any length of time, you'll have probably heard the phrase Yasila Sipuli before. It means that's an onion or like an onion or with an onion. Depends (laughs) how you do it it's the basic the the translation has nothing to do with onions it means like when that's it's just the way it is that's an onion um and so we decided to take that concept and then see if we could apply it to a couple of phrases in Finnish that you'll get to use to shout at the telly with when you're watching and sound like a a a true natural born fin so every i think every episode from now we'll we'll try we'll try and bring up a, a word or a phrase that has that kind of uh that uh, feeling, it hard. So, this one, the first one, is something that I hear <laughs> too often. Um, it's uh, it's kiva. So, uh, the Finnish word kiva means nice. It's like uh, it's very nice. Uh, but in football, if someone is on your team shouting at you, kiva kiva. It's uh, it's, uh, it's a it's a combination of ki which is like. Close him down. The literal translation. So, when you're watching the telly and you can see uh, Buru Soiri meandering back after having scored a goal, but not quite close enough to his to his runner, you can scream at the telly, "Kiva, Kiva!" and that'll get Buru to you know come back and track his man and close him down.
0: This is this is really this is really useful. I don't I don't spend a lot of time watching football in the pub in Finland. Mostly I watch it at home, but it's good to pick these up and if anyone listening has got a, a, a phrase that, that they is a, is a favorite of theirs or that one of their friends uses all the time and it drives you nuts, then let us know you can find us on on social or on the uh, Finnish football show Facebook group. so come on there and, uh, and sort of connect with us and let us know what, what you would include in the new feature Yasin Sipuli.
1: Well, it's um, here's one that hopefully we never have to hear again. But um, do you remember the uh, your son loza, on Loza? Oh, uh, <laughs> your son loza, yeah, loza. yeah,
0: that,
2: yeah, yeah. That's uh, okay, What is it? Uh, that mixer. it was Mixu's It was Mixu's quote. I think it's a, I think it's a. I think it's a, it's a. It's a. It's an older Finnish quote from before. But at least the first time I heard it, your son your son Loza needs Yeah, mm. and that's like if it's loose, then it's
1: loose. Oh yeah, limp, oh,
2: limp, limp. or Limp, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If it's limp, Yeah, it's limp. And It's uh, yeah. Well, you know, I think uh, I understand the footballing application, which is you know the the, the guys should you know get back on the ball and onto the game. But Keke, you can have a crack at the social context. <laughs> I, I
1: would. I wouldn't like to. I wouldn't like to say. But um, yeah, you know that one's now been consigned to history with the Christmas tree. So we uh, mm. hopefully hopefully don't have to. Um, don't have to listen to
0: that again. <laughs> then let's, con- let's confine the halftime break to history and move on to the, to the second <laughs> half. And let's, let's move on to the Hulka, the, the, the Finnish national team. Um, let, let's take this maybe a little bit chronologically, uh, Mark. And I'm going to go back about two years where we first heard about this Nations League competition. And you were a bit sceptical. I,
2: I was very unhappy.
0: Yeah, and I, I, I thought it would be. It was interesting. I liked the idea of national teams playing against sides that were um, more matched to them, ability wise. And and I remember at the start of last year, I mean, the amount of times last year I had to explain to Finn what is the Nations League. Mm. But what it, what it meant is that by the time it all started, I understood it. And then you'd hear these Muppets on, on the radio or on other, or, you know, journalists on other podcasts, much more professional podcasts, going, ooh, it's so confusing, I don't understand it. It's like, well, if you read about it and if you talk about it and if you explain it to people a bit, it's not that confusing. And, mm. and it meant that Finland played, um, was it 10, 10 games against Ten games against five other teams in their group. Um, no, we now. had three, three,
2: six, six and three. I think we had three other, three other teams. It was Estonia, Hungary, and Greece. Well, it. Oh, it
0: was. Sorry, yeah, no, you're right. It was. It was. It was groups of four. That's right. Yeah, and, um, and it went really well, didn't it? It did.
2: It did. It did. It did go really well.
0: It went. Uh, it
2: went shockingly well. I mean, it was. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we, I think we had, we had a nice run of games. I think before anybody roughly knew what this was. Finland managed to hit the ground running with a with win with a win against um, I think it was Hungary first. Was it Hungary first? No, yeah, I think yeah. Did we beat? I think yeah, we beat Hungary and Greece, and then we had two games against against Estonia. Australia. Yeah, and then before anybody really knew what was going on, we were like six points clear of <laughs> the group. So so it was uh, it was it was um, yeah. It, I think I think I think Kanerva uh, got it right. Um, we had. Well, the home games at the Rakina, home games at, in in Turku, that were tough affairs. Like they were, they weren't. They were, uh, you know, for the purists, let's say. But, but you know, one thing that's one thing that I do like about it, which I've all, often kind of complained about, is that it was really good for the mentality. Right, every game mattered in that. If it, when you've got 14 in group, every single game mattered, and even like at, in in the Greece away game. I think it was that we we, we'd win the group if we didn't lose if we lost by by two. So as long as we lost by only one goal, we were fine. We had the last game off basically against Hungary, and uh, you could see the sort of concentration, the dedication. And normally, in those kind of competitive environments, the heads go down, we lose sight, we lose concentration, and we suffer for it. But this time, this this team looks like it can uh, withstand pressure. Like it looks like it can deliver.
0: Sure. Yeah, I was I was really disappointed with the Greece game because I felt that there were there were th- okay. It was away, so we we front loaded with the home fixtures, won those, um, and then won uh, away to Estonia as well. So it was it was essentially in the in the bag, and I just it just felt like it like the air got the air got let out of the balloon a little bit for those last two games, and that we won it, but ah, oh, it could have been a little bit more.
2: It's, it's very Finnish, so you get to win it, but you don't get to enjoy it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I've been here too long, obviously.
1: You know, but it did feel a bit like job done, foot off the gas, didn't it? Yeah, I think
0: that's true. I think that's
2: true. I, I, but I think that's, but I think that's what Canerva does, though. I mean, like he's like you know, he's a one 0 one 0 kind of guy, and I think you know that the Greece game was a one 0 defeat is enough, and. I mean, we just we, we shut up. We we were one 0 down, and then on I think sixty minutes, shut up the shop, and just said, "Screw it, we're not going to play." And Let, we held out. So let's
0: this, hold on for a one nil defeat.
2: It's frustrating, but but it won the group, so yeah. you can't really yeah, complain. No, that,
0: that is true. That is true.
2: And then um, my big complaint about the Europe about the about the Nations League was that you don't get to play any big teams, and uh, we, got we do promoted. now. <laughs> yeah. And, Germany, Germany got relegated from League A, and I guarantee it. This is so for the as, in terms of predictions, I, I, it's nailed on. We'll end up in the same group as Germany in the in like in the next iteration of the league in, in League
0: B. And it's the thing, isn't it? In two, it's, it's in two years' time that this restarts again. Um, and yeah. I'm not quite sure. I, I, I do understand because I've read about this and I've listened and talked about it. Um, that we've got the semi-finals and the final for the overall winner coming in June. Which includes England, um, and then after the qualifiers for the Euro 2020 competition, we kind of revert back to the Nations League standings, and there are some playoffs based on the positions in the Nations League. And I, I think predicting any more than that is a little bit pointless at the moment until you see who qualifies for the Euro Euro 2020. But my my question is, when it all starts up again in two years' time, and Finland goes from the 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 group group C or po- pool C or whatever up to pool B, yeah. do all the teams in pool B then get shuffled again into new groups and it and yeah. it goes from there yeah yeah,
2: okay. yeah 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 so we're getting into into a three or a four team group uh, again in that part of, of teams we could play is Germany um, Croatia Sweden, Croatia did Sweden yeah. go up I think did Sweden go up or it come down there was yeah the the there's, yes yeah Germany Croatia. There's, I think Denmark are in there. Uh, there's a lot, there's
0: a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of. Interesting. There's a lot of interesting games. That's, that's the way yeah. we need to look at it. But it does, it does start to become interesting. It's less seeded than it was before because it's all based on, on how, how these teams perform. So it'll be interesting to see who, who can climb up through the tables and who goes sliding down through the and table. I mean,
1: they're, they're tougher games because you've been promoted, aren't they? Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. that's the format and, uh, Promotion and relegation. So if you're lucky enough to be promoted, you're going to face tougher opposition. So it's um, it's, you know, and and facing facing. I, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the Nations League for yeah, a couple yeah. a couple of reasons. First of all, because it's nice to see international teams playing competitively. Yeah. You know, rather rather. I mean, why it's it's all it's all very nice going off to uh, Italy or Germany to take part in Bastian Schweinsteiger's goodbye party. But you know, like we might as well be out there playing competitive football, so yeah. that they got, so that the guys have, you know, they 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 can raise their game, you know. Yeah. And now, hopefully, what with the promotion and playing against, playing against better opposition, that 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 will raise the game further. That's plus. I, mean, I, had, a, I had a cracking time in Tallinn away as well. So uh, <laughs> that was. Uh, <laughs> oh,
2: Tallinn! Oh dear! Oh dear! That was a that was a long trip, and it was absolutely. Brilliant! Pookie scored,
1: but Pookie's winner was what? It 90 was a ninety-second, ninety-second 90 second minute. minute. Jesus! Couldn't Christ. have
0: been better. And uh, yeah, you two, you two muppets both went there and were in the, within the same postcode as each other, but couldn't manage to get together and shake hands at least. We
1: we did text each
2: other. Yeah, oh, well, I, well, knew, well, I, well. Ex- I knew exactly where it was, but then I couldn't get there, and then and it was just it's a sort of and the thing about a ninety-second minute winner after a twelve-hour, you know, journey is that. You know, plans go a bit. They go
0: yeah, so, a bit it was the journey that did it for you was it? <laughs> ah, it was
2: journey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the journey, the environment, the the, mm. the it just everything just sort of went. It just went. There was, uh, yeah, we had lots lots of cock on that. Alex, sorry, Ale Cock on, <laughs> on that trip as well. It was full of it, full of Alec.
0: <laughs> um, and I think what what you said, KK, was is true that that. The competitive games and then I actually heard and I think it was on, on TalkSport and it was Mike Graham who said something like what do we want these silly Nations League pointless competition for when we can have friendlies to try out new players and I was just like no, no you mm-hmm. so missed the point and I, I think I said this to you Has he gone?
1: He's disappeared for a minute Looks like it anyway, yeah, so um telling away was was a great trip i've um i've got a uh i've got a little piece about it coming out in the uh, the next issue of stand Fanzine. so um if you can have a look at that have a, have awesome. a that that documents my uh, my experience in Telling. but mark's mm-hmm. back what were you saying mark
0: did you
1: we lost you
2: for a he's second he's got the gremlins you got the gremlins
0: oh did you just, I was just saying, and I'll say it again because I like the sound of my voice, um, that that this attitude about um, it's these are um, friendlies to test new players. Um, it's this, it's this same little island mentality in England that that led.
1: He's going to say the England B word. You better not. I'm not he, doing. I wish, I'm not. I'm not here for that. He's going to. He's going to say the B word in a it's minute. Not,
2: Hang on, we've got we've got to stop him.
1: Well, he's pulled his own cable out, so it doesn't really matter. Good. You were about to... Mark. Are you back? Oh, he's
2: gone. I think it's. A... You're not allowed to say the b-word. I'm not. I'm not. I'm
1: not... Not, put, not putting up with
2: that. I'm not. I'm not doing it. Not here. This is the Finnish football show. This is the. This is my solid. But the
1: um t- the the Nations League it uh it. It did coincide with with Tamal fantastic form in in England. You know, like he was the man, Johnny on the spot every game. A little yeah. one nil, you know. You could uh, you could almost put your put your mortgage on one nil pookie for, for for most of those games.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he delivered and and he did look. I mean, he hit the championship season just focused. You know, just absolutely ready, and he's on fire.
1: He's, there's a, 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 you know, he, he's massive, massive news, isn't he? You know, he's, um, yeah, especially because especially he had that, he had that spell in Scotland, so um, the pe- people in Britain were were aware of Pookie. I mean, mm. the, the the thing I struggle with is the um, how how bitter the Celtic fans seem to be that he's that he's doing well in, in England. Well, look, if, if, so
2: if there's if there's a Celtic fan that ever gets to hear this or any anywhere, Jamie Puki, when he was signed for Celtic was signed from Schalke as a kind of sort of second striker, right? When he was young, he was that sort of nippy I think he was brought in to be the understudy to Raoul at Schalke, right? So he was he was supposed to be like nippy 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 tricky, quick on his feet. They brought him into Celtic, they put Georgios bloody samaras on the wing, and he humped balls into the center for Puki to to try and win headers against two centre backs in the Scottish League. In the Scottish Premier League. It was the most ridiculous usage of of Puki that I've ever seen. It's
1: it's it, it makes the, me it was the Ronnie Diler years was not it yeah yeah it, yeah did was it I'm sure what, it was, I
2: think, it was a, I think I think Lennon signed him I think Lennon signed him okay. and then and then left and then Dalia came in and then and then he kind of inherited it but it was just it was just shoddy like it was it, like it was like they didn't know who he was when they went like or what kind of player he was when they bought him so for any Celtic fan that gets bitter about how good Damu is now, it's because it's really simple. He's getting the ball to his feet.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? So yeah, that's um but so he he's big news because he's uh you know top scorer in the championship. Mm-hmm. I think he's yeah. got what's he um 24 goals in 35. He's um he's got nine assists mm-hmm. as well. So um so he's he's you know he's linked play and his assists are, are there. Um Finnish football fans have always known there's 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 a player in there and he, his record isn't isn't too bad, you know, across across his across his clubs. He's averaged one in three in at most clubs. So mm. um so yeah, and, and it's just it's just nice that he, he's taken well, he took that form into into the national team. But what I found interesting reading about all this, he's his transfer to um to Norwich, is uh, whether you believe it or not, is that um he, he him and his his People, his representatives, agent, whatever you want to call it, they mm. basically looked at looked at clubs and came up with how Norwich play, Norwich's style, and thought mm. that it would be a, a good fit both ways. So not not almost like not Norwich scouted Pukki, but Pukki scouted Norwich.
2: There's, yeah, this is the, it's the next. I think I, I, yeah, I've read a bit about this because it's, it's it's something similar to what to what I do. It's it's uh, it's like it's called football and analytics, and what they do is they try and track it's exactly that specific player style specific player like orientation specific team style orientation then they try to work out which bits which players fit into which systems and then try to match them up in in like a in a market and that's the guys that have that have tried to make this happen for 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 demi and and if it's true it worked i mean I think, though, I mean, if I'm right, I mean, if it's so the thing about the thing that kind of that I don't, it doesn't so, somehow smell right about that one is that the Norwich's like number one striker at the start of the season was Jordan Rose. Yep. He was the nailed on, like, He was brought in to roughly try and play wide. And he's he, he got a couple of chances in the middle, started scoring goals, and they just, so, kept, yeah. Yeah. They, which is, which is, you know, brilliant management. Just, you know, if he's scoring goals, keep him in the team. Um, but uh, but yeah, but I don't think he was. I don't think when they bought him, I don't think they bought him to be this guy. But but he's doing just.
1: He um, you were you would you would have banked on him putting away that chance against Italy, wouldn't you? The uh, just just the other night. Yeah, yeah. What it was a one on one. It was, uh, yeah. you know, the full the form he's in. You would have you would have banked on him.
2: That that's what that, yeah yeah that yeah the lads lads cross and his reaction hit I'm, it's one of those ones you don't really have a he, he hasn't got a choice he's just he hits it from the angle that he hits it at and uh, you would have I would have you would have banked my, put money on it but it's yeah you know it's it's one of those ones he's just got to he doesn't have time to think about it or do anything with it. He's
0: Around the time of the Nations League, I was listening to Mike Graham on TalkSport and he was saying, oh, this is such a stupid, pointless competition. Who cares about it? Who understands it? Um, why, do, why are we using this time for these games when we could be having friendlies to test new players? And I was like, no, that's just, it's that attitude. It's this little Englander. Mentality with a big dollop of Brexit in there at the moment. That, that is the, It's the same mentality that existed when the World Cup started. And it's the reason that England didn't take part in the first two or three World Cups because they thought they were be- better than that. And then the, the England team goes on, plays these really competitive, exciting games and qualifies for the semi-finals. And now the whole country is cock-a-hoop about it and getting behind our boys as it, as it is. <laughs> And I think there's similar thing for Finland. Like Finland built this momentum. And I mean maybe we can we we'll move on and talk about the last two two games that they played. But we sat down to watch the Italy game on Saturday and I'm at home with Lady Suttle, and she was like, "Oh, well we've got no chance." I was like, "Hold on. Finland's just won its group in the in the Nations League and it's doing really well." Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. It's like okay, great. So um Let's have. Let's be a little bit positive. That,
2: that has to be the last time you mentioned the B word. <laughs> it, just, it just has to be. It's just, it's, this. is I'm, the safe I'm, place. I'm gonna, <laughs> this is the safe place. This is my safe. This is my safe place. <laughs> right.
0: I'm so, sorry. Let's let's move on then and talk about the the Euro 2020. Qualifiers. Um, we've just had some technical problems in the middle of FFS 21, as anyone watching on YouTube will see. Um, Mark, you had some technical issues on Saturday for the Italy game. It was the first. The first game was Italy to uh, Finland, nil, uh, and then it was followed up a couple of days later uh, by Armenia, nil. Finland too, so it was a really, really positive. Um, Did you actually get to see the game? Me and Keith were were online watching it together, many miles apart. Um, But what, what, what were your thoughts?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched watched the game. It was. What's the? I mean, it's a bit tricky. So Italy, you're a big team, and I think um, that team, the team that turned up was not easily predictable because it was a different team than the one that struggled that got knocked out by Sweden uh, in the qualifiers for uh for the last world cup yeah yeah that's right uh yeah and and that I mean that team also struggled in uh, in in the qualifiers before they got into the playoffs where they where, where Sweden knocked them out so so they brought in players like Maurice Keane and um uh, and a couple of other younger guys that, that were difficult to predict. They they left Mario Balotelli at home. They left Candreva at home. These are re- like usually relatively staple guys for the for the Italian national side. So I was quite looking forward to a sort of stagnant, turgid 4-5-1, 4-4-2 kind of Italy. And this this sort of Mancini based dynamic young attacking side was. It was it was it was difficult to handle. I mean, the first those first five five six minutes were were very 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 heavy. Like they were monstrously bad for us. Like I think Birin got caught like like two or three times, like in the like just in the first, like in the first, in the opening minute. Like they had balls in behind them. They had runners runners around him. Uh, Immobile was 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 shifting the play around and all the rest. Of it. it was unlucky when they scored. Like they, to 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 concede a goal like that against City is a real it's a real pain um, because I don't, I don't think we deserved it in, in that sense. I think we, we I mean, it, they came up, they stormed out of the gates, and, and it, we didn't look that good. But then, if you can see goal from a, a deflection like that, it's always going to be painful.
1: As the game settled down, though, Mark, we didn't revert to looking scared, which has happened before. You know? Yeah. Like they, even at one-nil down, they kept going. They stayed calm. Finland. Do you know what I mean? They, yeah. um They kept. They kept pushing for an equaliser. They didn't just, you know, like like getting the job done in Greece they didn't just think okay we'll keep this at a 0-1 to them they mm-hmm. um, they 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 went out they they tried to attack they were they were building play and um, mm-hmm. and you know i i, I honestly i didn't come, even though it was a 2-0 defeat i didn't come out of that game thinking oh hell you know what i mean like it was it, i i thought we played okay you know
2: no, no we play, i think we played well uh, there was no no shame in the in the in the result or the performance, I thought I thought every I think everybody on the pitch did did basically as best as they could. We were I mean it's it's unlucky to concede a goal like if somebody smashes a shot it hits you you stick try to stick a foot and it ends up in the bottom corner mm. that that's just a, it's just an unlucky thing. The thing that, one of the things that bugs me is we stuck with the with the five. I mean, Canova kind of calls it a three man defence. It's it's a five man defence. It was a five man defence for most of the game. We stuck with that. Um, for for a long long periods, guys like like story didn't get a, did didn't get really like a a, a shot. We, did, we didn't throw any pace on Jens and didn't really get on. So I think when you're one 0 down, the stuff that we could have done to maybe step into the game a bit more to be a bit more brave, it's it's always hard. I think I think in I think in in Canaver's approach to the game, he was looking for a one one you know like the like, chance was the chance against yeah. it you're only going to get one chance it, it was i mean really brilliant in the play really really brilliant uh, uh cross from from lurd and he, he stabs at it and you know it's not it's one of those things he's he's you know he's an inch wide Yeah. he, he as, had half he had less than a second or less than half a second to to, to to hit it so
1: as as i said to you when we were off air, i mean i would i would have I would have put my mortgage on him scoring that. The form he's in at the moment, that mm. one chance, I I, I I would have banked. I was him, off. But, I, um, I
2: was. It, it hit the side net, and I was off the sofa. I was. Yeah, I, just, yeah. I, just, I just assumed I was. I was. You know, there was. Uh, you know,
1: as far as, as far as Italy's second goal goes, as well, they did us on the counter. You know, we were we were on the front foot. We'd had three or four, five, six minutes of building play, probing, mm-hmm. looking for looking for that that way through. And yeah. Uh, and yeah, they got hold of the ball. And it, it was a it was a counter attack goal, wasn't it? You
2: know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, it was. It it it, it was. And it, 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 I mean, yeah. The thing is, it's one of those things. I reckon another day you could frustrate you frustrate that Italy team. Like when they're at home, when they're on a bad run, the deflection doesn't go in. If you hold them off for half an hour, you know the crowd starts to turn, starts to quieten down. People get angry. They were. I mean, the Italians were. I mean in the maybe I don't know if it's a traditional italian style but in that style that I'm very used to from from Serie A they were rolling around on the floor they were wasting time they were throwing in niggly tackles they were complaining at the ref at every opportunity mm. so they were really like uh they weren't they weren't comfortable like they were they were throwing out all the tricks and all the stops so uh, so yeah we did we did enough it's just could we have been a bit more adventurous could we have, could we have put on so like could we could we put on Purusari? Could we have put on i mean we don't the thing is he hasn't packed in this squad he didn't pack that he didn't pack any strikers he packed toki and he didn't pack there was no mark aero marken wasn't there um Stadeek wasn't there you know there's no it was scrab wasn't there uh
0: yase oh, was, was was missing as well wasn't he i've been quite impressed with him in recent games as well
2: yeah but the, i mean the, his league hasn't started like he's been out uh out, he's been out out for like 3 or 4 months so it's not you know he's he's probably not in the right like playing condition as i mean as i would say Jan i think it wasn't exactly sharp the the swedish league only just started back up or or
1: yeah they've, they've started they've no i don't think allsvenskan started yet they've started some cup games haven't
2: they yeah the cup yeah that's the thing they've done the same as Finland, which is the a couple of cup games so yeah so he's not back on in sharp yet, but but yeah, it, I, I, we didn't really pack with us a, another player like to I mean, we did pack a super sorry was there. We could have put him on. Kappe, Casper Amelan did well, like looked pretty good, but I, I don't know. We sort of needed something else. I don't know. I I, I don't know that we had it in the locker either. So.
0: And uh, but but at the end of the game, we I think we said that you know that was it, it was positive yeah. and. It was Italy, and it was away, and then we we waited a few nights until Tuesday, twenty uh, sixth, which was yesterday, for the Armenia away, and in my eyes they were uh, Henrik Mkhitaryan and ten other ten other guys. That was my that were my thoughts beforehand, um, and they, that that was still kind of my thoughts at the end of it. Really, I mean, I thought they were pretty hapless. They had a couple of speedy players that caused some trouble in the beginning, um, but there were times where they were misplacing passes. At one stage, two of their players ran into each other as one tried to overlap the other one. Um, mm. Yet there was always that little spark that I thought, they, we, we need to be careful, otherwise they might nick something here. Um,
2: that, that Armenia team reminds me of 2015-2016 Finland. When Miksu had the tactics that he just he just really wanted to play, and he made Roman Yarmenko the guy. He was just like anything that we're going to do, we're going to do through Roman Yarmenko, and he had to be in every in every place on the pitch, in every like in every attack, everywhere, absolutely involved. Mkhitaryan's the same. Everybody's looking at him. Everybody's giving him the ball, even when he doesn't want it, even when he, he's not in a position to take it um and, and I, I i i was chatting with uh, or tweeting with a couple of the armenian fans and they were like they were they i was asking like so like you're saying like uh they, oh, we're in a really bad shape and we're really upset and it's like our Palolito, or or our association is corrupt our chairman is just a he's a boy's guy and i was like that sounds you know that sounds really familiar <laughs> yeah yeah i was like and i said well fella don't like just take a look at us man because you know, two, three years ago, we were 106th in the in the in the FIFA rankings. You know, we went a year without winning under under Bakke. We had a you know a, you know a selection of managers that was basically through the old boys network, and we managed to turn it around. So there's there's hope. But but when I looked at that team, the players that they've got, they they have quality. the the players on that on the, on the Armenia team are better than 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 what they were able to do on that pitch. I
0: reckon and and yet the 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 and yet the finished team really really deserved it as well it wasn't that like they were playing they were playing against a bad team and they nicked a, a win they we we made a lot of a lot of chances and that and, and also right at the end of the game that save that double save from Rudetsky was unbelievable you know a yeah. high high in the top his top right top right corner mm. and then it comes back out and the and the forward comes in with a header and he sort of Spray spreads his arms a bit like Schmeichel and, and beats it away again. Was unbelievable. kept kept yeah kept a nice a nice clean sheet.
2: I mean, I think uh, you know it's two brilliant saves. They're very close together. Is spring like he's down? He's full stretch, absolutely full stretch. pull back to get the ball. Managed to put a hand on the ball. He's down knows where he's going and oriented, and then puts his like gets a, gets a strong arm to the to the header. I don't know if that's a second or or, or two, but it's it's like lightning fast, mm. just brilliant, brilliant keeping. But to your to your point, yeah, I think we Finland looked we looked classier, we looked in control of the game. Uh, I mean, we kept we kept the ball even when 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 they were vastly outnumbered in their own half. We still kept it well. Ludd, I mean, he's not Robin Ludd's not playing every game in. Uh, yeah. Gihon. Yeah, and then that's a that's a crime because I think he showed particularly against Italy and against Armenia, he showed what a player he is because he was moving the ball just you know every which way. Like he was link up play with book. He was brilliant.
0: Um and the, the second goal where he just drove with the ball, dribbled into the penalty box, and then pulled it across was yeah. it was class.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's he's a he's a he's. He is a classy fella.
1: And you were talking, Mark, earlier about um, Kamara. He 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 looks decent in that national side. You know, he's um, he he really changes the dynamic of that midfield. You know.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I reckon a year, two years, that he's going, Kamara going to be in the Premier League or, yeah. or somewhere better.
1: And in, a lot in of the, the ball national,
2: came in the through.
1: Nation, him as well. Yeah, in the national side, along alongside Sparv, You know, that it's a decent it's a decent pairing.
2: Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, I mean, actually, it was it was noticeable when. Uh, so they kind of made two changes, and when Schuler came on, I think it was about seventy. They it came on for Jensen. Jensen. So so Jensen was was usually a bit further forward, somewhere near near Pukki for for the play. It made three guys in the middle of the pitch. It gave it gave like Schuler basically just tried to close the ball. Harry Harry the Harry the possession. It gave Kamara the chance to just stop picking passes, or or or, or making runs, and you could really see it when, when there was three of them in there. Like it, like he was—he's just such a clever player. He's—he's he's clever. He's composed. He's got so much. Uh, he's got—he's got tons of strength. He's got tons of tons of power. Brilliant.
0: We're feeling—we're feeling good, aren't we? We've got—we've got now um, actually two and a half months until the next international. Games, um, both of these are uh, Euro 2020 qualifiers. So on the 8th of June is Finland against Bosnia Herzegovina. That's here in Tampere, and then yeah. a few from the 11th is Liechtenstein versus Finland, and that's in Liechtenstein. I don't know which town. um It's in Vaduz.
2: Vaduz. I don't think there's an, is, is there? I don't
1: think there is another town. I'm not sure. <laughs> and I've. Um... I've recently recently learned that you can't fly to Liechtenstein. You have to fly to no. Zurich and get a train. Oh, yeah. really? Yes. So that's what we're doing. It's Liechtenstein's not working working. There. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a few of us going.
0: Well, let's see if we can try the experiment from a couple of years ago, where where Keke goes to an away game and then tries to give us a report on the game. It didn't quite happen last time because he couldn't remember what he'd done while he was there. <laughs> We'll, we'll see how that
1: goes.
0: Um, we're into injury time, fellas. Before the full-time whistle goes, we've got another little feature, and this feature is called, at the moment it's called Following. If anyone comes up with a better name for it, let us know. This This time we're going to, in this feature, we're going to nominate someone that we know or like or enjoy on, uh, on, well, we said here on Twitter, but I guess it could be on any social media. Um, and the nomination this week was for barbarian uh, who is on twitter at barbaric footy what, what why do you guys uh, i i follow him on twitter but i'm not very active on twitter so what do you, why do, why do you enjoy following barbaric footy
1: um well since uh, since rich and escape to saw me became uh, became less active or um, or a little bit dormant um barbaric footy barbarian he, he is on twitter the english language go to man for finnish yeah. football he's yeah. um he's active he's tweeting he's tweeting several times a day he um he, he lets you know what's happening all over the world with finnish players like mm. similar to similar to to mark's website but um it, you're getting retweets from from clubs where finnish players are at um you're getting little short, sharp bullet points about what they're up to and mm. um, yeah, just fair play to Barbarian because he he is the go-to man on Twitter. I, I, I've got to say,
2: yeah, yeah, he's just an absolute legend, the best.
0: Okay, so if any anyone listening to this then goes and follows Barbaric Footy, send him a little message. Let him know that you you heard about him on here, and um, I don't know, he'll either be really happy or be really annoyed that he sent loads of uh, <laughs> loads of people to bother him with with tweets about the Finnish football show. Um, okay, I think that's it. We, we've come to the end. It's full time. Um, so I just wanted to remind everyone of our, our site. So Mark has the uh, FC Suomi site, regular reports on hookah players around the world. Um, I guess we'll, we'll be looking towards the uh, Sourman Cup games, the start of the Bakehouse Liga soon. Um, and then looking again towards the, the, the upcoming Finland International Games. Um, okay you you write articles quite regularly for the stand fanzine is that is that right
1: yeah yeah, yeah. I've, um, I've written a few I've written over the, over of, the years <laughs> and um, yeah. you can find you can find the previous published ones at my WordPress. so um, yeah I think it's wordpress.com forward slash keke Mullery or something like that but yeah you can tap it into Google and it should come up but yeah there's a new there's a new issue of um, there's a new issue of stand Fanzine coming out in the next uh, next week or so um, As, a, as a, a, a detailed analysis of my trip to um, Estonia For the Nations League So um...
0: <laughs> <laughs> What we just said about your trips overseas yeah, You have really, details
1: it, How it, have you got details? I, I, I... <laughs> yeah
0: Well it, yeah. I, I, I Is remember, it fiction? Is that what you're telling us?
1: Yeah, uh, no, well, you know uh, yeah. <laughs> You'll have to buy the Fanzine and find out
0: Where can people buy the Fanzine?
1: So um, stand Fanzine have got their own, uh, their own web shop. Um, if you just Google Stand Fanzine or you can follow them on Twitter at standfanzine at stand AMF. Um, yeah, they're good guys. They, um, it's, uh, there's a load of different features about grassroots football, um, about the, the state of the modern game from Premier League to internationals, right the way down to, um, right the way down to non league so it's worth a read.
0: Okay, sounds, sounds good. and my, my explore Finland. Uh, podcast website I, I have recently done some uh, like a, a short mini series for Atari zoo here in uh, in uh, a few interviews with people there at the zoo um, so I've got that I've got explore Finland, I've got the Finnish football show I, I don't know if I'm, I'm slowly becoming a, a podcast network, I don't know if you can just call yourself a podcast network or if you actually have to do something to show, to show this I've got lots of ideas for stuff or should we call it content uh, for, the, for this year um, and I was talking to, uh, to Mark and Keke off air about uh, an idea for something new, a fourth podcast so keep your keep your eyes and ears peeled for that no no spoilers um subscribe to the youtube channel so when these live shows come out you'll get notifications that we're we're on air um search for my name mark wiltshire or search for the Finnish football show and we'll do our very best to um get the podcast out in the next couple of days because of the technical problems i've now got two files that i need to somehow stitch together i did my rant three times i'm not quite sure how many times it recorded so i've got some work to do tomorrow um mark out of 10 how did keke do
2: oh i mean just 10 just Five. Absolutely,
0: absolutely absolutely two of these two of these <laughs> okay. i'll give you a thanks a lot
2: I will say it's nice that we're all on the same strip. I mean, you yeah, know, it's, it's kind of clear now that we're all on the same team.
0: <laughs> well, different eras.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. A little bit,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, Keke, good, good job. Thanks for, thanks for doing this, and uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. And we'll come back and do it again with us next time. I, I, I think if we can try and do this every four weeks. I know we've said this before, but I've, I've got that fire in my belly at the moment, so I'm going to be on your, on your cases to get this to get this done and maybe we'll we'll come back together after the first couple of rounds of the Bakehouse League sounds good geedos, geedos. I'm
1: uh, I'm off to eat my shoe felly now I saved it didn't want to oh, make a noise we've only
0: really, really gone and put product placement in the Finnish football show oh bugger
1: oh bugger <laughs> other uh, other <laughs> and bars you know, are available
0: 18 plus warning as well <laughs>
1: yeah. did we swear we didn't swear did we
0: I think you just said bugger, but we'll leave that. We'll let that, that go. That's
2: the B word I'm fine with.
0: Yeah, yeah. Thanks thanks a lot, Mark. Speak to you again soon.
1: Take it easy. Cheers, guys.